Part 1. Frederick Douglass's Life Mr. Douglass was born into slavery in Maryland. This resulted in him not knowing his proper age. However, he chooses to celebrate his birthday on February 14th, as his mother used to call him her little Valentine. His mother gave him the name of Frederick Augustus Washington Bailey. But when he escaped north in September of 1838, he changed his surname to Douglas and dropped his two middle names. At the age of six, Douglas was separated from his grandparents and put into the care of the Ald family. He was to serve Hugh and Sophia Ald, who Sophia then taught a young Douglas the alphabet and made sure that he was properly fed and clothed. However, due to her husband's words that education and slavery were incompatible, she snatched a paper away from Douglas and stopped teaching him altogether. After a few beatings and revolts, Douglas eventually escaped slavery by boarding a northbound train, taking him to Hovday Grace, Maryland. At this point, he dressed like a sailor and railed through Delaware. After this, on September 15, 1838, he married his wife, Anna Murray, just 11 days after Douglas reached New York. Douglas and his wife soon moved to Massachusetts, where he joined a church. This is where he began to protest, refusing to sit in segregated railroad coaches and attending protests. But this was only the beginning, as when he came back from his travels in Ireland, Douglas began publishing his first abolitionist newspaper, The North Star. During this time of the Civil War, Douglas began publishing how black men were now allowed to fight in the Union Army. This also helped with recruitment efforts, and after Lincoln's assassination, Douglas conferred with President Andrew Johnson about the subject of black suffrage. And on April 14, 1876, Douglas delivered a keynote speech at the unveiling of the Emancipation Memorial in Washington's Lincoln Park. During his last years, Douglas went back to his former master and reconciled with him, and then later bought the, his final house in Washington, D.C. However, on September, February 20th, 1895, Douglas was attending a meeting of the National Council of Women, where he received a standing ovation. However, as soon as he got home, Douglas died of a massive heart attack at the age of 77. Douglas not only stood up against slavery, but he used his knowledge of words to write about it in newspapers and books. Most importantly, his autobiographies. His most famous works being Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass, an American Slave, and of course, My Bondage and My Freedom. Part 2. My Bondage and My Freedom My Bondage and My Freedom is all about the life of Frederick Douglass. Some common themes that run throughout the book is slavery, family, violence, and knowledge. Of course, the main theme of slavery throughout the story is the most important. As he tells descriptions of his life as a slave and tells about the slave system in general. As Douglas states, slavery can change a saint into a sinner and an angel into a demon. But besides slavery, the book also focuses on family. He tells about how a slave barely knows their biological parents, and the very idea of family is obliterated from the slave's life. Family isn't the only thing taken away, as Douglas and other slaves 
had to endure pain and violence on a regular basis. Severe floggings and whippings were a common thing throughout the plantations. The owners believed this was the best way to make a slave obedient. However, despite all of the bad that happened to Douglas throughout his life, he knew one thing. Education was important, as it was his pathway to freedom. Learning to read and write helped him escape slavery and resist the ideas of slavery as an institution. Throughout his story, Douglas lived a sad life at the beginning, but once he did escape, he turned his life around to become an activist and an abolitionist.